we load up and she knows it. And like, if you're gonna go, we pamper and everything, we're gonna eat anything we want. And you should do anything you want. Oh! Hello, Merry Christmas. Um, we'll start with Merry Christmas and then Happy Holidays for any of you heathens who do not celebrate Christmas. Mm -hmm. and it's our show, so we can call you heathens. We are the role players. I am Art Mosa. He is Daniel Allen. Our opinions don't matter. You should listen to us anyways. We are on the cusp of Christmas Eve as we record. When we release, it'll be Christmas Eve. Yeah, it's Christmas Eve Eve. Christmas Eve Eve. And I, uh, I'm going to start this segment out by gloating, and maybe it's premature, but as of... As of uh, 9.25 on Monday night, my fantasy team is leading by five points. I've got two players playing tonight, Stefan Diggs and, and uh, Kirk Cousins. So as long as Kirk Cousins doesn't get negative five, well. Can you bench him now? Before he throws six picks? Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Hey, we forgot to, to point out, today is officially Festivus. It is. So... You've been airing some grievances. <laughs> you have been for those we you know we we do our pre our pre show prep about three minutes before we uh, start recording, and uh, I think Daniel's been over here for about uh, fifteen minutes now airing some grievances. It's been it's been quite a day. So man, I I am full of grievances today. Yeah, you want? I mean, you've got a very angry and bitter version of me for the for the next however long we we the, record. Is this Daniel Bitterman? Oh, uh, this yeah, as close as I'll come. Okay. This is like because that's normally Daniel Fury, Daniel, <laughs> Daniel Fury, and Art Bitterman. That's got <laughs> <laughs> new podcast. We're just gonna we're just gonna record and just yell at everybody and complain, and everybody will love listening to that. I mean, people I, like hearing complaints. Uh, I'm telling you, they, people like hearing complaints and then not doing anything about them. That's yeah. you know that's that's the nature of the beast here in America in the Western civilization. Mm -hmm. Let's complain about something, but. You know, nobody has a solution yeah. worth anything. Yeah. But I, I mean, and as a bitter person, I can, I can complain and, and yeah, with the best of them. You're, you're an adult, and you can complain all you want. You're right. I pay taxes, right? You can stick your tongue out. And what are they gonna do? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> we are so glad you guys joined us today. Uh, not a whole lot of um, intriguing talk, but what we do want to do is uh, hand out. Uh, this is because I'm Art Bitterman. One of the things I love to do is hand out lumps of coal and bring uh, Christmas cheer, not Christmas mm -hmm. cheer, to folks that have been uh, especially naughty or ended up on my naughty list uh, this year. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll get to that in a in a moment. But uh, Daniel, can you explain why you've been in such a fury? And and maybe no. <laughs> no, I don't even I don't even need to get into that. I've already aired the grievances. They've been aired. Um, we have. No. Move it on? There's been about a thousand things. Sometimes there's just days, and these are very rare for me, so I'm blessed in that way. Sometimes there's just days where everything is, the universe lines up against you. And so... And every possible thing that can go wrong goes wrong, and everything gets on your nerves. And that, my friends, is today. And so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bore everyone with my, my rage, and... Uh, <laughs> we'll just talk about the the playoffs that George is not in. Okay, uh, did we when uh, we met last? I can't remember if 
if we mention this, but um, uh, the four there are four major college football teams in in the state of Georgia. Yeah, University of Georgia, Georgia Tech, mm-hmm. uh, Georgia State, mm-hmm. and Georgia Southern. Yeah. Now, seventy five percent of those football teams are going to uh, uh, play in the bowl or have to played the bowl. The bowl. Yeah. Well, you gotta get. I mean, you gotta think Georgia State hasn't had a, a program for all that long, so it's kind of understandable. Um, you can't expect them to just dive right in and start making bowls, right? I mean, surely that's the the one team that's not made a bowl, right? Because yeah. they haven't been around for long. They haven't excused. Right, but that's not the team that missed the <laughs> bowl. Does the team's coach wear capri pants and high heel shoes? Give me a hint. Uh, or, or just answer that question, because I think I've narrowed it down. If it's not Georgia maybe. State, then it's got to be Georgia Southern or Georgia Tech. One of those has a coach that dresses like Hillary Clinton. Is... <laughs> Just snorted. <laughs> Dude, he wears those 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 pants and those the those. It looks like a pantsuit, and uh, he, he you, seriously was wearing heels. I'll I sent you a picture of that. I'll give you a clue. His last name rhymes with Rollins. <laughs> Rollins. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, again, I think this happened a, uh, three or four years ago, where Georgia Tech was the only team that did not go bowling, and I could not find a meme that said, "Hey." It, it had all four mascots, and it said everybody's going bowling. So glad that everybody in the state of Georgia is going bowling this season. And it had Buzz with the bowling ball at you know yeah. at Disco Bowl. Oh, I can't get enough of picking at Georgia Tech. I can't either. It we, just, we gotta we gotta, we gotta present that picture to the world in case uh, in case everyone hasn't seen it. And so what I'm gonna try to do is live tweet right now. It's not gonna be live at the you know right when people are listening to this, but we haven't posted anything on our account in a long time, and so I'm going to take this opportunity to tweet out the photo that I'm referencing with Mr. Jeff Collins wearing <laughs> his Hillary outfit and his heels. So, just while you're, I don't, you know, you can carry on, I'm going to tweet this out. This is probably the first role player tweet in like... <laughs> Four or five months, but... <laughs> that did not involve us tweeting a, a, a podcast. Right. Um, so, I I think we discussed this, I can't remember on air or off air last week. Uh, I signed up for Amazon Prime just for this month so I can get free shipping mm-hmm. uh, to get my, so my wife would not figure out what I'm getting her because I'm not that smart. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very impressed and very scared of Amazon Prime now. It's a very... Uh, because, um, like, scared of it. Um, they just try to throw back with digs to cousins. I'm sorry. Well, I, I, because... Because, can, because you realize be, what you could get sucked in and start yes, buying everything. Yes. Yeah. It is like the evil vortex. Um, Jeff Bezos is the absolute evil vortex. So I'm looking forward to canceling my Amazon Prime membership on January 1st, 2020. Hopefully you all have all your Christmas shopping done. I know that's not why you're here. I am excited about talking about my lumps of coal. So I'm going to get started here. We got to break down the playoffs too, right? Uh, you know, we haven't the, done that. The, uh, you know what? Let's let's do that first. But as, as soon as you're done tweeting. Yeah, I, I didn't even tweet the whole picture, but everyone knows. But maybe they'll see that before they hear the uh, the episode. I just tweeted his lower half. So they can try to guess why we're tweeting that and who that could belong to. 
and why a man is wearing heels. I mean, I, it's I, stylish. I, have you, have I know you been that's not Mid- woke enough, but yeah, you're not woke. I mean, have you been to Midtown Atlanta recently? No. The, then I you're well, you're missing out. You're missing out on the four or four culture. Four though for the culture. I was about to say the same thing. And Waffle House. What's it, what is the obsession with Waffle House? Does he think it's that cool? I hate the Waffle House. But like Collins is pushing it constantly. He's it's, all about Waffle House. I mean, it's a, he wants people to know he's down with the down with the South, man. But that's not. He's putting South in his mouth, man. That's what he's doing. <laughs> you know what's awesome is that when Georgia went to the SEC championship outside of the locker room, they had basically a, a big board sort of graphic. And it said, welcome to UGA ATL or UGA AT Atlanta or something. And it had like all these like, you know, the Phillips Arena sign, the Atlanta sign and all these different Atlanta icons. And so the players brought that back with them and some recruits were taking pictures in front of, in front of it a couple weekends ago. And tech fans lost their minds. <laughs> He's copying Col- Kirby wants to be Jeff Collins so bad. I was like... <laughs> You sure about that? Really? This is a coach that wears a vest, a vest pullover at all times because he's insecure about his body shape. I don't think Kirby is is too worried about wanting to be like <laughs> Jeff Collins. But anyways, uh, so yeah, don't don't get sucked into the BS, man. Let's let's just cover the playoffs a little bit at least and and give some predictions on these games, you know, okay. because the people wants to know. This Saturday, man, uh, big bowl day. Saturday, December twenty eighth. Hard to believe already. And, I'm my, not... and my wife's gonna be on a on a girls trip, and I'm gonna have the boys. And all right, I yeah, mean... I wanted I wanted that. So that's another thing to to pile on today. I just realized that <laughs> my wife's gonna be gone, and so I'm gonna be trying to watch the playoff game with two cabin fevered kids. <laughs> All I right. mean, four, they'll be in bed by eight, won't they? And they might be in bed by four. <laughs> I mean, the way things are looking. I'm, all right, boys, go to bed. It's not, it's not dark yet. We'll close your eyes, and then it's dark. Just get a blackout shades uh, or whatever and just put them I mean, you got two games, and I don't, I don't understand this, running simultaneously, you know, the 12 o'clock games. And I guess I do because you want the prime time, the, the cost playoff. But Memphis and Penn State, you, you know, you can cook your burgers or, or whatever you're doing on, on Saturday. Man, Penn State's got to feel a little let down in this bowl, right? Wouldn't you think? Like, they, they'd come in not really caring because at one point they had playoff aspirations, and now they're playing Memphis. Right. That's that's rough. Well, how about Notre Dame playing Iowa State? I mean, is there any in the Cotton Bowl? How did Iowa State get in the Cotton Bowl? Uh, I have no idea. That's I think that's the Camping World Bowl. I think the Cotton Bowl. Uh, I'm sorry, yes. State. But you're right. Sense. That's even... that's. Uh, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you how any of the bowl matchups are assigned. And we're talking about the Camping World Bowl, you know, the the vaunted Camping World Bowl. Yeah. Is that just was a lot it of Notre, kids grow up dreaming about? Was it Notre that? Dame in the in the conversation as a top for top, a while yeah, until they until played they got, Georgia? But yeah, they were they absolutely were. They had aspirations and hopes after they wanted to avenge last year's playoff appearance. Yeah. Well, it didn't work so well. Um, let's talk about the game here in Atlanta. Yeah. The Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. So I just looked at the spread, and it surprised me. Okay. You want to take a guess what the spread is? Uh, I would say the spread is LSU 6.5. It's twice that. It's 13.5. I'm taking Oklahoma. Is that not bizarre? It's very bizarre. Because LSU's defense is, is still nothing special. Right. 
they maybe that was you know people got a false sense of how good they are because they played against Texas A&M and shut them down, and then they played against number four Georgia and shut down our offense, which Sequoia could do, <laughs> you know. So. <laughs> but man, that's disrespectful to Jalen Hurts I, I, and the I, Sooners, right? I think they will. I mean, this could be yeah. like a 48-45 Bama um, LSU all over again. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking the you know. If the over-under is uh, 90, I'm taking the over. Yeah. I mean, the over-under is 63 and a half. Are you kidding me? That's it? We need to start betting. Uh, Right now. Let's get on Bodog. Is that still around? It is, but I I think there's another one that's... Anyhow, I had to to figure that out. That, just (laughs) to me, is, is kind of bizarre. That they would be 13 and a half favorites, point favorites, and then... The over/under at sixty-three and a half. I, I don't. I don't understand that. Well, Oklahoma doesn't play any defense. Yeah, I mean, who does LSU though? But Oklahoma. Say, but Oklahoma scores points. Yeah, but LSU plays in the mighty SEC. Yeah, that's true. In the, SEC, the SEC West. SEC. Yeah, down there in the SEC. Yeah. That's the mighty SEC, and if you don't know, you better ask somebody. I I just don't get it. I don't get it. I that's a crazy point total to me. Yeah. How's it gonna go though? Cause you your preseason prediction is still alive here. Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah. Not the Heisman part, but they. You had Oklahoma winning it, right? I I, uh, I think I did. Jalen Hurts was gonna be Georgia. Yeah. yeah, I did. I did. It was gonna be. So your champ's still alive. Not after this weekend. Mm. I I I think. You know, Clyde edwards is not playing. Doesn't matter. Okay. You know, Heisman candidates don't always do too well in the postseason. Mm. I mean, Heisman winner. Yeah, I don't think it matters. Yeah. Joe Burrow's not your average Heisman winner. Yeah. I mean, he was, he's been slept on his whole life. Now people are woke. Yeah, yeah. Woke, woke to, to Joe. <laughs> Man. So I, I think it's, I think, I think, uh, you think the game is closed for the first two and a half quarters? Mm hmm. Then I think Burrow's passing attack. I think he throws Shred him. 377, four touchdowns, no interceptions. I bet he rushes for a touchdown this week. Ooh, uh, that dude can move. You remember the like or first quarter against Georgia? He throws a pass. We tip it. We're like, yeah, he catches it and runs for 19 yards. That's what he does, man. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's underrated. Crafty. I'm crafty. sure he's... And I've already seen a scouting report that said deceptively fast or deceptively quick. And I'm like, come on, that's, we know what that means. <laughs> no, he's a lunch pail type. Jim Rat. Yeah, I think, man, I don't know. I, I think, I think LSU's too much for him. But I think it'll be close. And I, I'm, I really do think the score is like 48-41. So 48-41, I think, uh, I, I, I like that. Um, I'm gonna go. Um, thirty-eight, forty-four. Okay, so similar, similar yeah. uh, margin for both yeah. of us. Side side thought here. Okay, is uh, is Lincoln Riley coaching at Oklahoma this time next year? I don't see why he wouldn't be. Where is he going? The NFL. NFL. Yeah, I think so. I don't think Lincoln Riley's an NFL coach. Hey, a lot this, of people didn't think Cliff Kingsbury was. He's 
He's doing better than expected. He got fired from his coaching <laughs> job in college. I just think with this slew of everyone wanting young offensive coaches like Goff and Shanahan and Kingsbury, that Riley, somebody's going to offer him. I know Jerry Jones, I think he said that he wouldn't consider Riley because he's from college or something like that. But Why would anybody consider working for Jerry Jones? That's a dumpster fire. That's... I know. That was my bold prediction was that Riley's the next Cowboys coach. I don't know if he will be, but I think somebody will take a chance on him. Okay. And, and throw him crazy money. But, I mean, I'm not super confident in that. But, anyways. So we both got six-point spread, seven-point spread there. Yeah, Clemson, Ohio State is a lot trickier. Uh, I think maybe you don't. What's uh, if, so? If I'm looking at this game, I, I would say Ohio's. This game is being played in uh, Tempe or wherever in Arizona. Glendale. Um, I would say the spread would be Ohio State by three and a half. Yeah, you're you're closer with that one. The spread is actually Clemson by two and a half. Interesting. And the over-under is the exact same, 63.5 points. I could see that. I don't think think Clemson is playing. Either Clemson's not playing at the same level they were last year, or people have caught up to them. Now, they beat down Virginia in the ACC title game, but, I mean, is They've kind of slowly rolled, and it's like a snowball. As the year's gone on, they've gotten a little better and better and better. And that's the, the convenience for them is that they can't afford that. You know, they, they're they're not having these matchups early in the year that are really gonna, against anybody good. So it's like, I mean, A&M wasn't bad, but they have such a weak slate that they can kind of find their groove, find their rhythm, that sort of thing. I think, I just don't know what to, what to make of this because I thought Ohio State was the best, most complete team. I think... Ohio State has the best defense in the playoffs, but the worst offense. Ooh, the worst offense? Of the, of the four. Because, well, those other ones are all just super explosive. Right. Right? Like video games. Yeah. You just... And I think, you know I love Justin Fields, but I think of all the quarterbacks, he's the weakest. And so I think that, I think that their offense is the worst, but their defense is the best. So we'll find out how much of a difference that makes, because... Defense doesn't win championships anymore, to me. It doesn't. No. It doesn't. It helps, but you gotta have offense. And it's it's fast paced, high speed, right? And, yeah. Um, can can Ohio State? Can Ohio State? I was gonna say, can they afford it off to a slow start? But can Clemson afford it off to a slow start against Ohio State? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think this is gonna be another track meet. Um, I, I I don't believe. There'll be as many points as LSU Oklahoma. All right, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I, I think that you know Ohio, the, a game played in the thirties by both teams is is what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, that the edge goes to Clemson, kind of for for being there. I mean, yeah. national national champs and all. But uh, I mean, in every capacity, from coaching to players, right, to, to everything. It's so funny that you've got this matchup with. <sighs> two quarterbacks from the state of Georgia in the 2018 class. And neither of them are at the University of Georgia. Yes. Okay. Right. One, <laughs> one of them was at the University one of, of Georgia. Was. Yeah, it's season. And then told his dad he wanted to transfer back. <laughs> oh, and then his dad said, no, you don't quit on things. 
Quentin just quit. Just quit the charge. Anyways, yeah, I'm with you. Which which do you say has oh. the best rushing attack? Dobbins or Etienne? Dobbins. Dobbins. Yeah, I like. I think J.K. Dobbins is a better running back, and I think that's the difference. Ohio State, thirty-eight. Really? Clemson, thirty-five. Wow. See, but I think quarterback and receiver are better for Clemson, and running game is a little weaker. But they don't have a Chase Young. No, then, nobody has Chase Young. Right. They don't even have like half of a Chase Young. <laughs> Not anymore. Like last year, yeah, you could say okay, Clemson can line up with anybody. Yeah. Right. This year. Uh-uh. I mean, they're not horrible, but... But they just... They've lost so much there, and they don't have the game breakers on the D-line, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me if Clemson won this, but I don't think they will. I, I'll I'd take Ohio State 38, Clemson 28. Wow. Yeah. Trevor only putting up four touchdowns. Right, he team. put up... He, he might even just put up Two, maybe three. Okay. Etienne will get one. I don't think Trevor's going to have uh, a huge game. Okay. I just don't. Hope. So, I mean, and that'll lead to LSU, Ohio State, oh. which will be rowdy. Rematch of what, 07? Yeah, I, I, I like LSU in that matchup. I, I like them against anybody. Right. I mean, they're just, to me, they're just, they're, they're a fine, fine-tuned machine right now. They're just like, they got it all. Now, if Edward Solaire doesn't come back, maybe that hurts him. But I think Tyrion Davis and John Emery and them can step up and, and be just fine. It's They don't need... They, they put so much pressure on teams, the passing game, that the running game is going to be open, I think, for most of these running backs. And I think that they can subdue to an extent Chase Young as, much as, as well as anyone can. So I'm with you, man. LSU, Coach O, that whole story, I think it's just their turn. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. So uh, and then we'll come back. Hopefully we'll have another, we'll record another session to kind of preview the national title game. Hopefully. I mean. We don't have a flu. Or. Don't have a flu. God almighty. Or pneumonia or. or yeah, could have pneumonia. both. Flumonia. Flu. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. So we're getting to the cold now? It's my favorite time of the year. Yeah. Like my kids, you know, I tell my kids when they're acting bad, I'm going to put a lump of coal in your stocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been doing that for years now. I love it. I just love being a Grinch. But you've never done it? Uh, you need a bag of charcoal. I do have. I could have a huge bag of charcoal. I used to smoke my... Man, I would do that as a joke. It's not a joke. Uh, it's a I mean it's joke, not, though. Yeah, but if I just stuck a lump of coal... I mean, Hillary, who really is the Santa Claus in our house... Mm-hmm. She'd just take it out and throw it and put it in my stocking. Yeah, yeah. That's what she would do. You'd probably deserve it. Uh, <laughs> what are you trying to say? You don't put coal in your kid's stocking. But I can put coal in other people's stocking. Yeah. And you're about to. I am about to. I've got a laundry list of people who I think have been naughty this year. Well, I, hey, I, I see my time and you you take it and run with it. Let's hear it. So first of all, I'm going to give a lump of coal to President Trump mm-hmm. for just some of the bombastic things he says. He got one last year too, didn't he? Yeah, I think he gets one every year. But not to be outdone, I would like to give a lump of coal to uh, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi. Ah, equal opportunity coal giver. I am an equal opportunity coal giver. And you might ask, why would I give the Democrats a lump of coal? Okay. Because I think that there are much more important things in this world than impeaching the president. Yeah. And like actually running the country, not into the ground. Not like, to them. 
but this is a big deal, right? This yeah. is a it's a it's a threat to our national security while people are starving in our country. Yeah. You tell me what's more important. Right. Winning is more important. Yes. And you know what was hilarious? This is delving off into the political thing. Come on. Um, listening to to the debate recently, the Democratic debate, God bless and hearing you. I couldn't do it. and hearing them all try to tell everyone how bad the economy was doing. I'm like, wait, yeah. just if they ask you that question, pivot. Right. Because exactly. you're gonna sit here and tell me the anyone the economy's poor, like with a straight face. <laughs> it was just hilarious. The economy is not working for anyone, especially the middle class. And it was just like, dude, it was so funny listening to it. I mean, oh, if nothing else, lane. the the only lane you go through is well, you know, actually the economy's doing quite well thanks to the prior Democratic president. That's how I would have answered it if go. I was a Democrat. Right? It's just you got to be a spin doctor, right? Yeah. I mean, that's it's like sunshine outside, and you come hand me an umbrella. Well, I don't need it. Yeah. Don't yes, it is. It's raining on you. Yeah. Don't peel me and tell me it's rain, <laughs> idiot. Uh, so, anyways, so uh, so you've given it Trump, Pelosi, Schumer. Now we're going to move on from politics. I had to start there. All right. Uh, I would also like to give a lump of coal to Manny Diaz for successfully losing to Georgia Tech, mm -hmm. Duke, and mm -hmm. FIU in the same season. Yeah, that's, that's not the way to finish strong. Either. No, 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 no. All right, Manny. All right, I'd like to give a uh, lump of coal to Dan Mullen just on principle. Yeah, um, need, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Do we need to go into any further detail? I think everybody knows what Dan Mullen is and, and our thoughts on Dan Mullen. Yeah, he's he's. Oh, 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 gosh! Thank goodness you brought him up. Um, I forgot. I don't know if I mentioned this to you. Did you hear his signing day press conference? No. <laughs> so Florida once again. Um, this is now the last time they signed a five-star prospect was 2015, which in at Florida that should not happen. Like right. they should have one of the best classes every year, and. Um, and somebody asked, and then they limped into the finish line. They had like three or four guys that were going to flip. They were, you know, excited. They were finally going to recruit well, and they whiffed on all of them. Literally went like 0 for 4. And uh, in the press conference, like, I don't know if somebody asked him about five stars or what, but he said, we do have five stars. We have 21 five stars. And then he went on about how they wanted to come to Florida. They were five stars to him, and he doesn't care about recruiting service rankings made up by somebody. They're five stars to him. So, and I was like, that is your butch moment. Five-star uh, hearts, champions of lives. Uh, we, just signed 21, yeah, <laughs> we just signed 21 five-stars. Oh, my so gosh. He gets a lump of coal for that alone. Come on, Dan. Uh, uh, let's stay in the state of Florida here. I, I got a theme going. Uh, Jalen Ramsey gets a lump of coal. My beloved Jaguars. Uh, what a punk. Mm -hmm. and, he, and he, did you tell me he, I didn't, I didn't watch the game yesterday, but he, Lost the game? Yeah. Yeah. He lost the game. Um, he basically got torched in the last. Yeah. He gave up a long, long pass at the end of the game. And he was just standing there watching this guy. Hey, one of my fantasy players. Not that it matters, but he just dropped a touchdown. Is that Valdez Scanling? That's or... Devontae Adams. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Jalen Jalen blew it blew it for the Rams this week. Well, well, what a crying shame. It's too bad. I would... Uh, yeah, I hate to see it. No, no you don't. I would also like to give a lump of coal to Doug Gottlieb on his ridiculously bad take on Andrew Luck retiring, called him kind of like a weenie soft millennial. Yeah. I mean, if the dude is getting beat, like, did, how much pro football did Doug Gottlieb play? I think zero. No, oh, the same amount as, as us. Yeah, me right? and you. Yeah, and he's, I mean. And so you're, you're, you've never been in that, in that position. You don't know what it feels like and all the injuries he's gone through. And he wants to 
live a life where he can walk with his future family and everything and run around. And he calls him Lenny. Soft. Hey, hey, how about, hey, lump of coal to everyone that, that throws that, that talks about, complains about millennials. I'm not, I'm right in the cut. Well, technically, some people lump me in, but it's basically, there's a micro generation. In between. It's like 78, 82. Okay. Yeah, the Oregon Trail generation, some people call it. And that's me. But I'm, I'm, I'm just over the complaining about millennials. I'm over. Every generation yeah. complains about young generation. Well, I'm over the millennials calling older people boomers. Boomer. Okay, oh my, boomer. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's played out real quick. And my son started saying that. I was like, oh, Did Jack, you really? Yeah, he said that. I was like, I'll cut your tongue but out you're not even a baby boomer, are you? Aren't you Gen X? I'm an Xer, yes. Okay. Well, it's just like, they, I think they just say that any person. To anyone older than them. Yeah. yeah. F and punk. Cool. Yeah. God. I'm going to lock you in your closet. How about that? You want to call me a boomer? How about not eating for the next three weeks? Yeah, right. right. Uh, and we move on. Hey, right, let's just say I'll lump a call to anybody playing Generation Wars. All right. Yes, that's just played out. That's just, lame. Hey, let's just all get along. How about that? Past that. Uh, I'd like to give a lump of coal to the Atlanta Braves for choking to the St. Louis Cardinals in the first round of the playoffs after you had the best team. All right. And sucky Dallas Keuchel, who's now with the White Sox. Good riddance. I'd like to give a lump of coal to the Atlanta Falcons, who beat my Jaguars yesterday, and who uh, inevitably probably disappoint every Atlanta sports fan every year anyway. Yeah. So. And they even were supposed to tank this year once you got off to that start. You were supposed to tank... And get a high draft pick. And they managed to mess that up, and now they'll be in the middle of the pack, and they're not going to get anything for this disappointing year. Right. So shame on them for not even tanking well. Uh, I would probably, I, I think I'm going to give a lot. This wasn't, he didn't initially make the list, but Jerry Jones, just for fun. Jarrah? Yeah. Yeah, I think nobody deserves a lump of coal more than him except for Nancy Pelosi. Um, I'm going to st- start stealing some of your list because we're just writing them down. James Coley, the uh, University of Georgia offensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah, James Coley and Jake Fromm. Okay. Them together. <laughs> they can share, share their, their, in their little feeble, incompetent stocking that you have uh, from the <laughs> 1980s, 1990s, you know. And I'm, I'm not going to lump Kirby in and say with his 2010 offense because the way he has finished this recruiting year, he, and I, he gets passed for me. But James Coley and Jake Fromm, y'all are together. You were the problem this year. And mm. get better. Get, be better. Be better. Uh, lump of coal to Antonio Brown for screwing everybody who drafted him in the fantasy mm-hmm. world. I was not one of those people, but... Uh, but I was. Uh, two leagues, and I knew it was a risk, but I wasn't expecting that kind of, you know, it no. to go down that way. And so Antonio Brown, you know, if you haven't... We may not retweet this... Antonio Brown tweets out that he's done with white women in 2020, but at the end of 2019, he's shooting a music video with a group of white women. So I'm kind of yes. I'm kind of confused by that. Some classy, classy white. Oh women. my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lump of coal for Antonio Brown yeah. for this year and the next year and the next year. Yeah. Uh, all referees in general. Yeah. Just on principle. That was my biggest contribution. Every ref. Anybody out there on Twitter, follow bad sports refs. It's the best follow on Twitter. And it will just reinforce the what we've all known that refs as a whole are fairly incompetent. Maybe not as a whole, but way more than they should. And and the comedy and the it's just a new low every time, especially from the NBA. There's so many bad ones uh, in the NBA. Uh, I think they get them right from uh, the state of Georgia and some of the refs we see in high school. Really? Yeah, there's some really bad ones. I think they're good. At least they have a. 
an excuse that they're just at that level. They're not paid. They're not professional You're referees. Right. You're right. Shame on shame on referees everywhere. Can we uh, give a lump of coal for anybody who been who was driving in Atlanta for the last two days? Yesterday, Sunday, and today, Monday were two of the worst days, in my opinion, to drive. And I felt like I drove all over this city I the last too. two days. Yeah. I and, even uh, drove to Alabama and back on Saturday, too. That's another grievance I didn't hear. I mean, not that it's the driving. For anyone that may be listening to this, it wasn't the visit itself. It was the driving and the rain <laughs> and the crying kid. Yeah. So, uh, especially a lump of coal to the two people that when I was trying to turn in my neighborhood and they were basically creeping along at two miles an hour, they would not let me turn. They rolled forward at like four miles an hour and they were going nowhere and uh, didn't let me turn in. So huge lump of coal to those two. Mm, mm, right mm, on the hood. Right right through the windshield at that point. I would like to uh, to give a lump of coal to any Georgia Tech fan who's trolling Georgia about... Uh, about mm-hmm. how they should how they should be very weary of the upcoming the uprising at Georgia Tech. Yeah, yeah, I'm with that. I'm a lump of coal to all of them for many many reasons. That's a good one. Uh, also, would like to give a lump of coal um, to anyone who doesn't understand what impeachment means. <laughs> yeah. So for that, that basically is the majority of people on Facebook. Hmm. Who are? I haven't seen that, that since I since I left that world. I haven't been able to to soak in the political world in Facebook. It's it never fails to disappoint. But I saw plenty on Twitter. Yeah, uh, just because you get impeached doesn't mean you get removed. Right. Yeah, my wife said even I know that. I was like, wait a second, you have a master's? Why are you saying that? <laughs> <laughs> but here's your American civics lesson: uh, the House of Representatives bring brings forth the articles of impeachment Mm -hmm. and the Senate then has the trial of removal. Mm -hmm. There you have it. Needs two-thirds of the vote to remove him. There you have it. Not gonna happen. Not. And and also here, don't don't say, we have to do this immediately, this is urgent, this is a matter of national security, and then say, I will send them over when we get some assurances on how things are going. We're not gonna send the articles over now. Well, it was urgent two days ago. No, no, let's take it easy. Once again. They're just messing around. You know, there are three. All of them. They were. Silly. They're, uh, you know, there's the, in America, there's the uh, the rich. There's the upper class. I guess you can consider that rich. Uh-huh. The middle class, which by world standards is rich. Uh-huh. Lower class, which is kind of includes poverty. And then there's a class above all else, and that's political class. Uh-huh. They're just on a different level. So I'd like to give a. Useless. A lump of coal to the political class, also. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm in with that. Last, Especially th- lately, it's just become so loony. Oh and circus. my gosh! It's, like you used to be able to respect most, or not right. most, but a lot of them. Now it's just a bunch and of brain candy. So goofy. Yeah. Everybody's just so like. People are going. Let's go hard right. Let's go left. Let's go even further left. And they're all like trying to out, you know, out. Extreme each other. Right. Whatever happened about being in the middle, being a moderate? Yeah, I love the moderates. Man, just uh, you got. There's got to be some give and take. There's no nobody has a monopoly on good ideas, and you don't have to be so radical. Yeah. That you you know. We live in radical times, man. If you want to run for president, I'll be your running mate. I'm probably gonna pass on that one. Okay. Well, the offer stands. <laughs> <laughs> you want to run for president? I'll fundraise for you. 
I got a lot of dirt, you know, skeletons in my closet. I don't know if I want to. Yeah, I got plenty of them too. Yeah. Although we now, if you discount it quick, yeah, or not, maybe that's a badge of honor. I mean, I think we could. I'm we, flawed, just like you and everyone else. Yeah, I'm the people's champ. Yeah, I'm your president, right? Yeah, I'm the people's champ. Yeah. There's a steel line from the rock. The last lump of coal I'd like to give out, um, as I mentioned before, that my fantasy football team is playing in the title game and as we speak I'm still up Kirk Cousins has done nothing uh, since he we spoke silent. Since, he's been on six for a while yeah he has uh, I'm leading by five points uh, and I, I drafted Melvin Gordon I made a big mistake mm-hmm. I drafted that Melvin is. Gordon like in the first three rounds and uh, and actually I think it was the second round and uh, my league mate said uh, what dumbass drafted Melvin Gordon what He's round? holding out. What like, round? I think it was in the third round. I can go. I mean, I I can probably. Third round wasn't a terrible risk. Who was your first round pick? Sure, it wasn't Gordon. James Conner, I bet. It was. Oh. Or is your first round pick not on your team anymore? <laughs> that very well could have been it. Oh. Might have been Melvin Gordon. I mean, pre holdout, he was a first round pick, so maybe maybe you didn't get the updated rankings. But you're a busy man. I mean, I was busy, you know. Are you one of the busiest people I know? Probably too busy for my own good. Where's the draft? Hmm. Looking for my draft results. Maybe got a leak. Oh no, that's just the news. Uh, that's weird. Uh, bear with us while we draft. James Conner. James Conner first round. Stefan Diggs. Yeah. Well, third round's not terrible. And Melvin Gordon. Yeah, and a I lot got of it. people took that risk. Yeah, so. But guess who's playing for the title tonight? Who? Me. You. And guess who had a big game yesterday? Who? Melvin Gordon. There you go. So so guess who my... When it matters. The real MVP, Melvin Gordon. Yeah. He just made me look like a genius. Mm-hmm. Even though I have no idea what I'm doing. I, I'm the worst fantasy football player ever. Well, not anymore. How about Antonio Brown there going number 19 overall? How about <laughs> it? I feel you, my man. I feel you. And that was we were thinking alike. Yeah, that that was my buddy Pet who works for the Jaguars. Oh really? Yeah. Yep. Right. He fooled a lot of us. Pat. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that, Pat. Um. So uh, on behalf of the Fighting Legarrette Blunts, we'd like to thank everyone for allowing Melvin Gordon to slip down to twenty eight. Uh, but honestly, the real MVP was the Patriots defense. Oh gosh. Uh, that I drafted. Uh, After the Chargers defense. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so that's probably the best, uh, on a yeah. season as a whole, best defensive performance I've seen since the Ravens in their heyday. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was... Whew. They were nasty. Yeah. So, it drafted in the 12th round. There you go. If anybody's asking. So if anybody needs fantasy help next year... Look to Art. On a, con- on a consultative basis, we'll talk about my fees. Yeah, high fees. 
You got to ride this as far as you can. Get as much out of it as you can. Just like, I mean, it's like a quarterback that, that has one great year and goes into free agency. Because you, you mentioned you'd never won a title before. Right. Now I have. Now, now I'm the have. expert. I am the, I'm the hot pick. Mm-hmm. Better, everybody better jump on this bandwagon yeah. right now. And you're like the mid-major coach that makes a run in, in March and then gets hired by Georgia and uh, and just proceeds to do nothing year after easy, year. Easy, easy, easy. There's no, no, nothing that says I'm going to do nothing next year. Now, I'm just saying, it, it could be. We look at your history. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. But most <laughs> most coaches that don't make a big run, that make a big run in March, are, Georgia's too far down the list. So we yeah. get run to coaches that made a big run six years ago. Ah, uh, yes. George, I, actually, i got to go home and watch Anthony Edwards against Georgia Southern. Is that game on now, or is it... That's over now. No. Did you tape it? Yeah. Uh, I listened to a little bit on the radio. Did you? No, maybe for like five minutes. Uh, Georgia beat SMU uh, earlier this, or last week. Uh-huh. And Edwards did nothing. I mean, he had 16 points, but basically nothing close to, His, to what he normally would. They still won, because we had a little like, 5'9", five, 5'10", five, point guard named Severe Wheeler from Texas, mm-hmm. that you will enjoy seeing him when you watch Georgia. He okay. is a lefty, and he is... Can you go? Lightning quick, yeah. And he's confident. Hit the game-winning shot. Got to have that in a point guard. Hit the shot to go to overtime, hit the shot to win it. I like that. So, anyway. Uh, I would like to give Christmas cheer to the uh, Sequoia High School freshman basketball team Mm -hmm. who finished uh, 2019 undefeated. Wow. 6-0. Wait, your season's over? Oh, 2019. Okay. Yes, the the 2019 portion of the season. Mm. 6-0. Uh, I, it's I, impressive hat tip, sir. Well, not to me because I, I don't, you know, contrary to popular belief, coaches never get a chance to put the ball in the hole. So, uh, all credit to Try. the, to the uh, <laughs> trust me, I wish I could. <laughs> when they're shooting free throws, just step out. Ball. 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 I, I, I'm, I'm shooting this one. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Buckets. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a good way. If you got ejected, that'd be a good way to go out. Uh, Take the yeah, ball. So in, well, I would take it and punt it. Uh, but uh, I don't hey, how about lump a call for to Justin Gillum for going to one of your games and not saying, "Hey, Daniel, do you want to go? I'm going to Art's game." He used yeah, to do that's, that. That's uh, he he does that a lot, huh? Yeah, he he did it uh, a couple week a week and a half ago. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he did it in a game that that you probably would have enjoyed. Uh, I mean, well, it was close to me too. Yeah, very close. It was right down the street, and at one point, you know, we were up by. Almost 30 points. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a good game, but... Uh, well, anyways, if I'm pulling for Sequoia... It is, it is. And you're, you're you know... It's my alma mater. It is, so... Nevertheless, uh, I just want to give a shout-out to my freshman and also the JV team, who was also undefeated, so... Wow. Yeah. Varsity? Varsity is 10-4, uh, 10-4, 11-4. all right. Uh, but lump of coal to River Ridge, man. We lost to River Ridge. Serious? Yeah. I got some friends over there, but we lost to them. Lump of coal. That's too bad. They can't beat you can't my be team. Can't be losing to River Ridge. <laughs> we did. <laughs> I said the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> we did. And, you know, they, they got us that night, and hats off. Hats off to them. Um, but I'm also giving you a lump of coal, River Ridge. There you go. Uh, I guess that's about it. That's all I, I had in my... That's all the... I've run out of, I've run out of coal. coal. Yeah. And the, 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 the problem is politics. When you start talking politics, I can just... I can just hand out. I can make it rain coal when you talk Left about Left and right? Yeah, I mean, come on, politicians. I got all the coal you need. Yeah. Just lumps of coal. You guys are so awful. 
You gotta do yourself a favor and watch one of these debates. No, it's no. it's hilarious. No. And it, the last time I watched a debate, Marco Rubio tried to talk about Donald Trump's penis size or something like yeah, that. And yeah, I was like, are that's, you kidding me? That was the last one. Yeah, that's it's uh, been it's been what four years? Yeah, yeah. No thanks. Man, it's it's entertaining. Megan's like, why are they all so angry? I'm like, that's their platform these days. <laughs> <laughs> I can be uh, like you said I'm the angriest I'm the farthest left I'm the farthest right I'm the you know they didn't learn from their last candidate one on hope and change and positivity and a, you know right. a, a hope for tomorrow not right. oh gosh we're all gonna die right well I mean and to, to the people that say that Barack Obama is one of the worst presidents I don't I don't really know about that yeah I mean I think you have to wait a few years before you start casting dispersions about someone's legacy yeah uh, but uh, uh, I've been a lot worse. You just in today's lens, everything's the best of the worst. Right, right. Im- immediately, yeah. immediately. Yeah, just right off the bat. Yep. Worst. Three weeks in office, he's the worst. Worst president ever. Yeah. Uh, we're not saying that because he's black, but he's just the worst president ever. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. All right. That's all we got time for. I think. Yeah. I. I mean, we we handed out lumps of coal, but Santa is coming to your house. Is I that the plan? So. I, mean, I mean, he's coming to see three people. Have you been good this year, Daniel? Yeah, fantastic, I mean, and uh, I'll tell you this off there. I gotta tell you about Fat Cat. Uh oh, not Lou Cat. No, Lou Cat has had a visitor lately. Oh, Fat Cat, Fat Cat, and Lou Cat. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. We'll off give later. the ballad of, of Louie and Fat Cat <laughs> <laughs> sometime when we really have nothing to talk about. <laughs> God bless cats. I mean, yeah. they they kill rodents, so God bless them. Yeah, they're awesome. Well, I don't know. I, I think I've been on the naughty list, naughty list this year. I've been doing, I don't know, I've been doing a lot of foot stomping on the sideline for my ba- basketball team. Cause they're but, not, but obviously that's propelled your players no, to, it, to... No, it, no. It's not... Yeah. It, what prepared... They. I got a good group of kids come in. I'd have to motivate them sometimes differently. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no. I've, uh, let's see, I've complained about officiating... That's uh, not. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. No, there's there's not. We just gave coal to every referee, <laughs> which includes your your hat man. Yeah, it's a badge of honor. Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm trying to trying to try to remember what else. What other bad things I've done this year? I'm hoping that Santa sees the the couple of good things I've done. And uh, focus on the negative. All right, we'll just go focus on the positive. On the positive yeah. We hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas. And if we don't speak to you before the new year, a happy new year. Uh-huh. Again, we are the role players. You can follow us on Twitter, and we might tweet once a year. Yeah, well, at, we just did. At the role players one. That's mm-hmm. the number one. At the role players. Hashtag. No, no, no hashtag. At the role players one. Just R-O-L-E-P-L-A-Y-E-R-S. And then the number one. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, the riddle that no one can answer this is the best riddle in the world. Why do birds fly upside down over the state of Alabama? I saw I saw many of them this past this past week when I was in Alabama. I saw a lot of upside down birds. Mm. If you can answer that riddle, why birds fly upside down over the state of Alabama? And uh, the roads were clean. In my car, I didn't have to wash when I got home. It's amazing. I don't know why? It? Yeah, didn't see. Uh, we'll 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 throw in a Starbucks gift card for you. Right. Hey. Uh, dollar amount to be uh, disclosed at a later date. $7 Starbucks gift card. I uh, spoiled it. So. Uh, 
You all have a very Merry Christmas. Once again, we pre-owned, certified pre-owned <laughs> Starbucks gift card. $7.39 left on it. My name is Arthur Mosley. He is. Daniel Allen. Our opinions don't matter. You should listen to us anyway. Have a very Merry Christmas. Bye.